0: It's now become the leading shot listing app in the world and, and it's an incredibly good app but not just shot listing but building a schedule on a shot by shot and minute by minute basis so that you can, as you're shooting, change the order of what you're going to do and it does all the arithmetic for you. A good actor, you can't tell they're acting. Everything is truthful. People would write spec scripts and they would sell for incredible amounts of money. And quite a bit of the screenwriting education that's out there now is still kind of based on the idea that that spec market is still as hot as it was 15, 20 years ago. But it's
1: never been done quite in your perspective.
0: That is what you bring to the table. It's definitely drive and ambition. You really have to have that 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 drive that no matter what, you know what I mean, and keep going with it. I saw Werner Herzog speak once, and somebody in the audience asked him, like, what? Could you give any tips for, for being a you know a, a director? And he said, to be a good director, you have to know the heart of man. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. It's true, though. Yeah, you, you do. I thought <laughs> about it, I'm like, you're right. Why, <laughs> is,
1: why am I? I can't let fear. You can't let fear hold you back from what you're passionate about. That's let it so drive true. you. Don't let it hold you back. That's a great, great piece of advice, right there. Good evening, folks, and welcome to the Cinema After Dark podcast. My name is Max Cole, and I am the host and producer of this show. And I am broadcasting from the entertainment capital of the world, sunny. Los Angeles, California. The sun has set and the moonlight is now upon us. Thanks so much for joining me on this broadcast tonight. I want to remind all of our listeners that you can listen to all of the episodes of this show if you subscribe to our podcast and iTunes. You can also find us on Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play. Remember, if you or someone you know would like to be a guest on this show, make sure you reach out to me via the contact link on our website. Please make sure you have some skin in the game though prior to reaching out. And by skin in the game, you need to have a few credits under your belt because we certainly value that for credibility. I also strongly encourage you to follow us on Twitter at Cinema After Dark for the latest show updates. I want to remind you that this is an information and discussion based show. We do not censor ourselves and we certainly don't censor our guests. So please keep in mind that the views and opinions expressed on this show may not reflect the views and opinions of the host got a wonderful guest tonight by the name of raja decca and let me tell you a little bit about mr decca a former nasa and intelligent asset who through tragedy and blessings left that world to go after his dream today he's an actor who has starred in grease the musical playing sunny to working on abc's blackish paramount's gi joe retaliation Showtime Emmy Award-winning Homeland, and many others. Raja's positive attitude, unparalleled dedication, natural charisma, and compassion and respect for others have brought him opportunities to create as well as lift and inspire others. I am thrilled to have him on the show and first-time listeners and long-time listeners. As you know, this is that part of the show where I ask that you make that fresh batch of popcorn, sit back, relax, and get a little comfortable while you listen to tonight's guest. Mr. Becca. thank you for coming on the podcast tonight and hanging out with us this evening. I am very excited. I was telling you this off air, but I'm really excited to have you here tonight.
0: Oh, thanks, man. It's great to be here.
1: My gosh, it's um, yeah, it's really nice having you on the show. We were saying off air, I was like, well, you know, I actually stumbled across you on social media and I saw the wonderful things you were doing. And then I recognized, it's funny because I was taking a look at your work and I was like, man, I, I've seen him on TV. I've seen him on the screen. And I was like, man, this guy can act his tail off. And I uh, just wanted to reach out to you. And I'm so glad we are able to get you on the show again. I, I mean, I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, come on. I'm really looking forward to this discussion.
0: It's my pleasure, man.
1: Wow. Gosh. Well, you know, let's kind of give our listeners some context here because you have a really unique backstory. And I always like to begin these shows by really diving into our guest backstories. Would you mind sharing where you were born and raised and how you got started in the entertainment industry, because your journey is fascinating and it sort of strikes close to home for me, particularly the uh, NASA aspect of it. And I don't know, you've got this really unique story, too, about your father's support. So I'm just going to shut up here and allow you to (laughs) shed some light on this story, because it's really quite fascinating.
0: Thanks, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, born in New Orleans, I grew up in Houston, Texas. And yeah, at a really young age, I I started to dance and I just started to really enjoy it, whether it was folk dancing or hip hop or, or pop. My family is from Assam, India. It's a, it's a state in the northeastern region called Assam yeah. and they have an Assamese um, folk- folkloric dance and I started doing that at a young age and my mother um, also having a passion for dance and my father for singing. I just started to really enjoy myself and… Wow. I carried that forward uh, throughout school, and uh, when I went to college, initially I thought about medicine. Like uh, you know, a lot of a lot of kids think about medicine, engineering. Yeah. I went to law school, and I started getting all these credits uh, to to become a doctor. And I did an internship in a hospital. I uh, met a few doctors. One of them was talking about how he was always on call, and he barely saw his kids and his family. And that turned me off because my father did some contract work growing up, and I said, you know what? I can find a career where I can be comfortable and where I can see my family if I have a family one day. So I had all these math and science credits known to man and then I dropped the medicine part, but I, I was still dancing in college, man. We had a dance team. We, we had these t- talent shows. We, we performed, you know, I was asked to do some choreography and then I just got hooked on that. So I really feel like the 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 most amazing memories i have from from colleges is is uh the dancing and hmm. you know i i get a call from my you know school baylor university and they say hey you're supposed to graduate next year but you have no major declared and I'm, in my mind i'm like why is that a problem i'm having fun you know yeah but i, I do have to move on so I talk to my folks and i'm like you know i got all these credits i have no major i don't know what to choose and you know at that time uh computers were really blooming in my father and Oh, he yes. was like, you know, he was like, yeah, you know, whether you go into English or music or whatever you do, having that computer know how you can't hurt. Right. Plus, most of the credits required for a computer degree um, you already have. So I thought, oh, piece of cake, you know. So I, I jumped into a, a five-year program in two years, you know, thinking I have all these math and science credits. But mm-hmm. it was coding at a very high level, and I've never taken a computer class in my life. Yeah, Right. So worked my tail off, man, through God's grace. I got through it and, and just through the universe and community, I, I got an internship at NASA and then um, it, led to, it led to a job there. And, you know, while I was with flight operations, I got to work with Matt Berry. And the guy had seven degrees, two PhDs. He was the president's personal science advisor. And, you know, I, I didn't know who, when, when he interviewed me, you know, he was just really down to earth, very, you know, soft spoken. And, you know, the first couple interviews we had on the phone, he said, you know, you have a substantial resume, you know, what are you mm. most proud of? Mm. And and I thought, man, he's looking at the wrong resume. And I cannot be, <laughs> you know, I cannot be as myself out of this one. And I said, you know what, I think I think the martial arts tournaments uh, growing up as, as a child. And, and he goes, you know what, to be honest, you know, I love the fact that you're an eagle scout, but the martial arts, I just started taking it up. And in, in the office, whenever people aren't looking, you know, I, I do myself a little spinning jump back kick, and you know, like <laughs> you, you know, kind of got into it. But you know, everybody in flight operations had multiple degrees. These guys were brainiacs, and you know. Yeah. I wasn't a 4.0 student but I was very very you know I was just myself and I was like you know I have to prove like you know I'm here for a reason and and I think he appreciated that I wasn't too worried about what he thought or I wasn't too worried about NASA you know right and about the expectations that you know that that can you know really come with but yeah he hired me on and um wow. uh, you know like while I was there my my mother passed unfortunately and um yeah, sorry you hear. know oh yes. thanks man
1: Yeah I had this similar situation but please yeah, please continue
0: Oh yeah. I'm so sorry man it's yeah, it's, it's not good. easy right No no it's um, strange yeah, it's uh, it's it's mom, you know, just uh, you know, you know, saying she's uh, she's a best friend is, is an understatement. I know you can relate. Oh yes, but yes. Uh, yeah, man, I'm working at flight operations, and there's a community theater uh, close by, and a, and a good friend is like, "Raj, you're, you're always talking about taking an acting class for the first time. And there's an open call for audition, Just go do a read." And I'm like, "Man, you're crazy!" You know, like <laughs> I have no experience, but you know, I walked in there terrified and I did a cold read, and I got a character who was a sidekick to the main detective. Wow in a show called the gazebo and I was on stage for 30 seconds but man I fell in love with the process yeah. you know rehearsing, you know accruing this new family where there's so many elements of the unknown and just going through the journey and you know just uh, you know going through the the whole rehearsal process then the actual shows uh, for the public and then the main director he he did grease the musical and he goes I want you to read for sunny and you know I, I saw the movie when I was a kid and I was familiar with grease but I didn't know all the characters and yeah I got sunny which was one of the leads I've never really acted before and he gives me this fat script he's like <laughs> congratulations <laughs> you're playing Sonny. go learn this oh my and you know having a passion for dance um i was excited but you know i had to work on the singing and you know and, and luckily sunny is the only male lead who doesn't require uh, a solo so i got yeah. really lucky <laughs> <laughs> but uh but it was it was amazing man i mean just uh, you know being a part of this this huge uh, musical in greece and uh, yeah. you know my father got to see it you know a lot of my family and friends and you know it was just to, oh, to yes. be able to create this story with a completely different interpretation because yeah. every different cast you have it's a different animal it's yeah, a different true. experience right? right right and so um so yeah so i fell in love with that and i was like man this is it so i started looking for jobs um in california i'm like you know I, I gotta i gotta go make this happen my dad was working in washington state my mom was was no longer there and i was by myself at home so i'm like i gotta i gotta go i gotta go do this so i'm looking for jobs in california and i thought oh with you know nasa on the resume i'll get some interviews yeah you know i didn't get a single hit man yeah that's
1: crazy yeah that's
0: yeah just yeah just nothing. And, right. you know, I, I got a random email from this Washington DC recruitment firm and they're like, Hey, would you know, would you like to you know, possibly apply for, you know, certain organizations? And they named all the ones here in the movies, man, like, you know, state department, oh wow, justice, intelligence. And, uh, and I thought, man, this is clearly spam because, you know, <laughs> you know who's going to look for, for someone like this and who's going to look for me. Right. So I deleted it a few weeks later, something hit me. I'm like, you know what, mom always knew that I wanted to travel. And now uh-huh. I want to, to work and get experience globally so what if it's from her from right. from above and so yeah. i visited the email took a bunch of exams online they came to houston they interviewed and a week later i get an offer to work for the cia and travel yeah, the globe. so fascinating and uh, it's just, it was, it was amazing. Just two and a half years ago, I was actually cleared to, to even say that. So it's still, wow. it's still fresh because, you know, I had a cover and and I had a completely different, you know, for so long, only my father and a cousin of mine, you know, knew who, who I worked for and what I did. Wow. But I told my dad when I got the offer, I said, Hey dad, I got an offer to, to work with this this uh, group and, and, and see the world, um, but I'm trying to go and act. And he said, you know, the acting's going to be there, but he said, this could be an experience. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it entails and you're not going to know until you try. Right. Really? So he's like, you have to make a decision, but you know, whatever it is, I got you. Wow. So I said, you know what, let me go see the world, get some experience with, with these guys for a year and just see, see what happens and save some money. Yeah. And I go to LA and, you know, dad came to headquarters. He met the director uh, who thanked my oh father my. for my work, which was an honor. Wow. You know, my dad saw where I lived in Japan at, the, at, a, at a certain time and he knew I had a job that set me for life. And, wow. you know, I'm um, fast forward three years. My father calls me and he's like, "Hey, you know, you're putting a lot of energy and effort into your acting. You know, you have the heart, you have the will, you have my blood. You know, you're going to do well. But your time is now. You know." Why? And uh, he was he was working a contract in Washington State, and he said, "You know, I promised mom, I would take you know take care of you. I want to cook for you. I just want to see you more." Right, right. So this so this is how we're going to do it. You're gonna you're gonna resign, and I am gonna transfer to L.A. and we're we're gonna do this together. And literally, just a couple days later, he had a sudden heart attack and slipped into a coma. Oh my God. Um and five wow. days after that he passed. So my father's last words I heard were, let's go get this because I know you're going to do well. Wow. So, so oh, yeah, man, it's that's heavy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, and so I was Jeez. like, wow, you know, at that point, you know, you know, exactly what the next move is you have to make. You got your father's blessing, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, that's so rare nowadays in some places and with some people. And I think, you know, a lot of family They don't really see the acting thing as a possibility, and it's a blessing when they do. So uh, that's just one hell of a story right there. Yeah, it's uh, it's very um, inspiring. I imagine that fuels you each day.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's it's tough, man. I mean, you know, like as you know, the you know the birthdays, the holidays can can be tough, right? You know, but at the same time, it's like, man, you know, this is no longer about me, man. This is about my my parents' legacy, and you know, I want to honor them, and you know, they did so much for other people just day to day. Whether it was someone who didn't ha- have enough to eat, or if it was family, like you were going to be taken care of, and they knew how to enjoy life, like wow. At any party growing up, man, they were the first and last on the dance floor, and. Wow. They both left, you know, early, but man, the the stuff they accomplished and the lives they touched and the years they had, man, they they really lived, um, I can say, a, a full life yeah but yeah it, it definitely fuels me man because i'm like man I'm, I'm not here by chance you know i'm here for a reason and, and i came this way
1: oh yeah salute to purpose that's for sure yeah yeah,
0: yeah. And, and you know it, it also reminded me that we all have something just so you know specific and intricate um that we gain from our own experience um that, right. that we were supposed to mold uh, with our you know choices we make day to day and something that we're going to eventually leave here as well my god
1: that's powerful stuff right there. You're talking.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, it's it's, That's you know, it's, it's yeah, it's uh, it's just, uh, you know, you it's tough because you, you want to make sure you're doing the best you can day to day. But um but, you know, there's no way to measure it. Right. Right. You know, you work a job, you know what you've produced, you know what you've done. Right. And, you know, if you choose to go on a vacation, you you're on that plane knowing what you got done. But in our business, man, like, you know, it doesn't matter how much work you get. You know, you can. Yeah. You can work, you know, opposite of Tom Cruise, you know, you can, you can get a serious regular on a major television show and you can shake up the world, but there's no telling if you'll get something after that, you right,
1: know? That's so true.
0: You, you know, know, there's, there's, you know, so there's really No big break. You know, there's there's really just experiences. And, you know, I've I'm just I'm just trying to work on making specific choices with whatever I do and and try to elevate the story uh, Mm -hmm. for everyone involved. And if I can help them do that, I've already done my job, regardless of whether they they choose to um, incorporate me or not. You know, right. Um,
1: By the way, when you received your father's blessing, was (laughs) that really the point where you felt you could do it professionally? That was that the, the kind of the turning point there? for
0: you you know actually man like when i did Greece, i knew i could do it professionally nice you know just going through the rehearsals and i mean i remember the director at one of the the final rehearsals right before we, we opened it to the public yeah he called me out in front of everyone and it was humiliating man he said, <laughs> i mean he was he was calling me out you know you came from this entrance you 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 know this scene you have no life it's embarrassing like Jeez. like he was all over me man and man i i remember feeling a tear go down my face i was just humiliated. And yeah. then home, I went to bed thinking like, you know, if it came to the sciences or any of the academics, man, you can kick me in my face. You can pump me down. But when it comes to the arts, you know, no one's going to tell me and I'm just going to sit there and do nothing about it. Right. And I was just determined the next day, man, to just to take this character to a different place. And then that next rehearsal, man, he told me two things in front of everyone. He goes, you know, Sonny, you found your character. And, and he said, I commend you for taking direction the way you do. Wow.
1: Nice. All right.
0: But, you know, it was it was just, you know, when we did that show and you could feel the immediate impact all yeah. those characters had towards each other. And, of course, to every audience, you know, I knew at that point, like I, I was I was fully capable. Oh, That's awesome. I'm doing it professionally. But, you know, you just never know how you're going to get the opportunity and how you're going to survive. Right. Because everyone's right. got to live. Everyone's got to eat. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> that's the scary part, right?
1: Yeah. Isn't that the truth? Now, fast forward several years here. <sighs> Tell you what. Raj, is there anything about this industry that you kind of wish you would have known before that you've learned over the years?
0: You know, one thing I, I didn't realize, I didn't realize how challenging the audition process is, you know, right? Mm-hmm. you're literally in this box, you know, you have the camera, the reader, and it's you and you have to bring this world uh, to life. I didn't realize how challenging that would be. And, and I think uh, in addition to that, I think also just the diversity, you know, yeah. like when I came to LA, I was like, man, I know who I am. I, you know, I'm American born, you know, I have an Indian background, mm-hmm. but I didn't know back then that like you are who you look like. You know, interesting, you, know yeah. you know, you know, until somebody gets to know you, and and what I learned is, how could I expect otherwise? Oh, interesting. You know, yeah, you have thousands of people coming in and out, and you know that casting director, they have one job that day. And that's to cast this, this, and this character. That's so you know what. Point. Mm-hmm. You know, they have no time, you know, to get to know who somebody is and what their abilities are. They're looking for a character, you know, right. mm-hmm. and in addition to your your, your photo and, and what you look like, you know, everything else in their world is irrelevant. And, you know, you know, this is this is all, you know, these shows and films. This is a team effort, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. So to really understand their their perspective. And you know, now it's, you know, I've, I've learned that um, it's, it's, you know, you, it's important to know what you stand for and who you are and, and, and whatnot. But, you know, even though I can, I know I can play that detective or that lawyer or that American, you know, lead, you know, I have to also make sure that I'm communicating, you know, to the right people and, and I'm creating and maintaining relationships. Right. Because through relationships is is how, you know, without even trying, you know, people are going to be thinking about you because they know who you really are. They know your essence. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but coming into it, man, I was like, man, I got this. I'm going to be able to do all these different things. But, you know, there's a lot of challenges that you don't know until you actually go through the process.
1: Yeah. You know, speaking of that great point, because I'm curious how you book jobs. Is there a sort of method to your madness? Do you have a manager? Do you have an agent? Do you find gigs yourself, friends help? I think that's a common question amongst those that are aspiring to be actors and those that are right now. You know, what's what have you found to be a beneficial method for you
0: being yourself, man? Yeah. You know, the best work I've gotten is through people who have known me. Right. Mm hmm like i i mean i've been here for 6 years now in, in the la area and just last month i got an agent and manager who the manager i've had for uh, a little bit but i just got an agent a month ago who is excited to have me nice and i've i haven't had that before no? right, like right. It's, it's a different it's a different game now but you know like i'll give you an example when i was based out of virginia dc area i was doing some independent film work on the side mm, yeah. and there was a big networking event for three of the biggest agents for that region of the country
1: oh nice
0: and one was hudson Town. Uh, um, Yeah. I wanted to go meet Sylvia and, and and the other the other two agents and you know man you got thousands of people in that in that building trying to meet up meet the agents and network so <laughs> man, I got there I got I got to shake her hand for 10 seconds and I said you know what I tried to say hello that's all I can do right
1: yeah yeah <laughs>
0: so I, I left the building and I was like well you know it's all good you know back back to work and there was this guy who was just sitting outside and I was like, hey, what's going on man and then we just started talking and we're just laughing our tails off for no reason for like two hours man oh my just goofing off and just nice. you know, hanging out and just you know he was just real chill, chill real laid back and I was like hey mike it was a pleasure to meet you man and he was like you too raj and then you know he he was like you know who i am right i, I was like no you know forgive me he goes i'm Sylvia's husband oh what you know? and uh and, and i was like oh dude i had no idea and a week later she's submitting me for gigs that's um, awesome her, like i'm her son you know wow and, that uh, is awesome that's the power of being who you are and just enjoying yourself, keeping yourself excited, you know, yeah, absolutely. regardless of, of any, um, result. And, and I, I didn't realize it back then. Trust me. but yeah, <laughs> you know, you know like, like that all hindsight,
1: happened. right? <laughs> oh man. Absolutely. Crazy. You know, I think some people and some really unique people, powerful people in my life have always said that, you know, you sell yourself more than anything else when you walk into the door and people meet you, that's, you know, there's no real gimmicks to it. At the end of the day, you, you got to sell yourself and be you. And that's, that's going to sell itself. If your passion and your energy is in the right place, you will attract what you, um, you get what you give You know, and um, yes. like attracts like, I really believe that this universe is kind of wired that way. That's a really fascinating story. The fact that you didn't even know who you were talking to and then. Oh, it's just crazy how the universe works. This is
0: Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing, man. I, yeah. I, I, uh, you know, because of, you know, her connection. And I mean, till this day, she's, she's like, like my own family and, uh, oh, awesome. you know, the, before like within the first year i got to la she got me a part on uh paramount pictures gi joe retaliation right with, uh, bruce willis and you know the, the rock and yeah and it's it's amazing speaking of the universe because gi joe was my favorite thing growing me up too. With... <laughs> yeah 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 dude, oh man. hell yeah <laughs> i swear man the best toys the vehicles the yeah. you know the, the cartoon i mean you just you just can't touch it man oh yeah Come and honestly. it was my it was my favorite thing and you know i got a call from the agent when I was visiting family in Houston. me and some college buddies at this pizza parlor, and I got a call. I took it outside, and she was like, Guess what, baby? I was like, what, what's, what's going on? She goes, You got G.I. Joe. And I swear <laughs> to God, you know, with what G.I. Joe has meant to me, like, you know, my whole childhood, like, I feel like my time stopped, like it froze. Right. Oh my. Um, and, and, you know, I, I went to film for a week with nothing but veterans, man, Jonathan Price and Jeez. all these veterans, man. And, and, you know, you were just treated like, you know, you you were part of this elite group. And I've never felt that. And, you know, it was G.I. Joe and they happened to film at a NASA site. In oh, the, nice. You know, um, just <laughs> and I was like, man, to film in my birthplace at yeah. a NASA site for G.I. Joe. That's a universe coming full circle, you know. Oh, my. You're uh, killing me here. You yeah. you all <laughs>
1: fired up over here, sir. My God, that is fantastic.
0: Yeah, and it's all because I I met someone that I just, you know, wanted to have, you know, just kind of chill with. And then you happen to be connected. And then, you know what? We're all connected, man. You know, Oh yeah, absolutely. All connected. Yeah, that's a that's so true.
1: Now, is there a role or a character that you've played that's been one of your favorites thus far? I know in our second segment, we'll really get into some of your previous roles, but I, I would love to know if there was a favorite there.
0: You know, I think there's a film about counterfeit called Easy Money, and um, yeah. I never auditioned for it. I, I was actually called in to help a friend do a little improv with one of the main characters to help shoot a montage in this mm. underground parking garage as if we're, we're doing a deal. Right. And I was never supposed to be a part of it. We had a really good chemistry on camera and the writer happened to be there. She wrote me in as the main villain. And I think this was the most enjoyable experience on camera because wow. the simpler I made it, the more I was myself, the, the, the sweeter I was, the more powerful that character came to life ah i see yeah man yeah. it was like the less i did that the more vicious the character you know became nice and it was just so enjoyable to 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 see how that was affecting the story and affecting everybody else and right
1: you're in the zone sir y-
0: yeah man. A- and, and and that's something you can't put on paper man that's nope. something that just happens you know
1: absolutely that's awesome ah it's a good feeling right there that's that's when the juices get flowing, that blood wow. starts pumping through your veins. You start really becoming that character there. That's,
0: absolutely, absolutely, man. Yeah. That, that, was a, that, was a, that was a beautiful. Nice. Uh, we were shooting in several warehouses downtown, and I got called in for, at, at, as we we're filming for that, you know, it, was, it was just a random memory. There's an Anthony Hopkins film called uh, The Kidnapping of Freddie Heineken mm-hmm. in, in Belgium. Yeah. yeah. The producers uh, wanted to see me in New Orleans and I was shooting this and you know, a friend of mine brought me on this and I knew if I left that set it would really affect him and his crew. Mm. And, and, and I, I said no to that, that meeting in New Orleans wow because i felt like you know what i mean yeah i could be filming with anthony hopkins in belgium and right. that could be a game changer but you know what these guys are also depending on me wow wow you know and, and i treated that independent film that clearly you know was just you know they, they shot that with all the resources they had but i was like man i treated that like it was a 400 million dollar blockbuster oh, salute to that you know and i think that's important the way we we see things that the, the, you know where we're putting our energy into and, and just with that respect yeah
1: yeah absolutely ah oh, folks listening that's uh a- that's a golden nugget you just dropped right there. Now, is there a character or a role that you wanted to play, but you haven't had that opportunity to play that yet? You know, any particular type of character?
0: You know what? It's a good question. Uh, I feel like, you know, some of the some of the comedy I'd like to get an opportunity nice. to just kind of like let loose and, and just be like, be myself, like, you know, like how yeah. me, me and my college buddies always are and how... <laughs> Most of the stuff we say or do makes no sense, but it's just, just it's just out there for whatever reason. And you know, to have a chance to just kinda of go out there and really play. I haven't had a chance to do that yet, but I think yeah. with the comedy world that could be really fun.
1: Nice, nice, good, good. Okay, okay. I see. Very intriguing. A comedy. So folks that are listening to this podcast, if you've got that kind of comedic role, oh my. Look this man up because yeah, I think comedy is awesome. I, one of the things I think that's unique about comedy is it's challenging. It's not easy,
0: right? And, uh, right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Pe- you know, people think it'd be easy, but it's probably one of the more difficult genres. Finding good material is also challenging too, as well.
0: It was very challenging, man. It's it's um it's actually good to say no from time to time. Right, You know, if you get opportunities to read for something or do something and you got to really look at it and say, Hey, I and mean, how is this going to benefit the team? And am I going to really be able to contribute to this, you know, this project? Yeah. And if it's not good for both sides, man, there's no point in my opinion, you right. know? You know, we, we don't need to be chasing everything that comes our way. We need to say, hey, you know, how is this going to allow me to grow? How is it going to allow me to, am I going to really be able to give substantially? I mean, because that's what we came here to do. We didn't come here to say, yeah. you know, we're on TV or, you know, we're doing this or doing that. We, we came to, to have an impact, right? Absolutely.
1: I love that you said give too. I think some people approach the industry with a take attitude, but it's actually, I think, the most rewarding part of this industry. And really, when you really start attracting like is when you're a giver and a giving actor a giving director a giving cinematographer a giving editor that's really what it's all about
0: yeah but, absolutely
1: yeah that's a. Uh something that's, that's really interesting that you said that now we are an indie film show, sir. So I have to ask you, what types of movies do you like? Do you have a favorite genre yourself? Or are there any TV shows or a series that kind of have your attention right now?
0: Oh man, there's, there's so much, um, TV <laughs> know, right? Right now. um, it's yeah. And you, know, and you know, it's like, you know, TV from, from different eras, man. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, of course we've all seen breaking bad, but oh, you know, yeah. you know, back in the day, I never saw the Sopranos and I just saw it a few months ago. Oh
1: yes, yeah. So what did you think? Cause it's, I think it's awesome. Yeah.
0: Man, you know, that that's a kind of writing that you you can only, you know, have so much admiration because every episode you feel like you knew everyone in his family personally. Yeah, absolutely. That's what the writing was and I think that's yeah. why it's it's one of the, the it will be the one of the top shows uh, of all time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Brilliant
1: um, writing. So um, great acting um, too my god the acting on that is
0: yeah whoo. it's like you know it's like those guys are they're basically you know you feel like they, they really got like these these guys in that world to, yeah. to get this project you know yeah
1: <laughs> you know good you, stuff.
0: Like you're you can even taste a part of that world you know right
1: anything else that you've seen recently or recently yeah
0: you know um i'm a big uh, keifer sutherland fan oh uh,
1: nice yeah yeah,
0: yeah and uh, you know like uh, back in the day i love 24, 24 oh but, great you know, show love that show and then, you know, now he's doing a Designated Survivor, yep. which I've been watching. Nice, nice. You know, it's a great, um, you know, setup. So, you know, the yeah. cast is good, and, you know, everyone's solid. And, you know, it's it's realistic. I mean, there's so many things that happen uh, behind closed doors and right. so many different agendas. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like that's one show in a long time where I'm like, man, I actually look forward to next week, you know, and it's hard to get hooked, you know. <laughs> nice. Yeah, love that. That's... Yeah, I, I remember as kids where, you know, I remember like almost every night there are two or three great shows on, you know. Yep. Yep. And now it's like, man, I want to be excited again. Like what's on next Wednesday or what's, right. on, what's on next week, you know? Mm-hmm. And a lot of shows, they're so concerned on getting that massive following that they look at all these, these attributes that don't really help. Right. And then you, I don't know, for some reason there's lacking some substance that just kind of like, you know, loses, allows us to lose more interest. But, but then again, man, our, our world is also changing their opinion every minute. Right.
1: Yeah. True. Yeah. That's a good point. Now uh, you recently tweeted a quote from Picasso. It reads, the meaning of life is to find your gift. The purpose of life is to give it away. What are your thoughts on that quote? Because I like
0: that quote. Oh man, that's one of my favorite quotes of all time. You know, I I think to really, really just you know, through stillness and just being yourself and embracing all of the tragedy, the triumph, everything that happens into your life, knowing that there's a meaning for it and taking all of that in. And when you leave this world, just knowing that you left something for a greater humanity, you know, you know, you know, even if you could make one soul smile, if you could, if you could change, you know, uh, the hunger of a nation or whatever, you know, whatever magnitude it's like, if you can leave this world smiling, knowing that, hey, something I went through left something for someone to live a little easier, just gave a little more ease i think that's what picasso meant because picasso went through a lot of hell in his life Mm -hmm, right i've i've had the fortune to to play him twice oh and so i had to do a lot of research um, on his life i mean man he had his baby sister Mm -hmm. who he loved more than life and you know when she passed from this um he felt uh, so much guilt and yeah but yeah, man, there, there are so many different elements of his life the world doesn't know. And, and I just feel like I think through all the hell that he endured and also all the beauty, I think he said, you know right. what, if I can leave something and, you know, that that's going to be good enough. If I can leave something for more full uh, humanity and, and look at the body of work alone that he left us, yeah. you know, yeah, it's and, and that's a, and that's a small piece of Picasso, man, yep. Yep. his yep. art, believe it or not, it's a small piece of his real Yep. His whole being, his his core, and and I hope you know one day you know they'll come out with something that will give the world a, um, a more wholesome view of yeah. you know some of the things he went through because I think we can all take something from that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to have that kind of impact?
0: Oh man, I I would love to create some art or create create. You, know, you are man. Stadium. Oh, thanks, man. That's, that's <laughs> film,
1: man. That's cinema right there. That's yeah. You are. You're already painting, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know you're you're absolutely right, and and I, and I'm I'm gonna write that down, man, because it's so hard to see that for yourself, you know. Yeah. But you know, if someone tells you, I mean, I mean, if you if you see someone else close to you who's doing something, you immediately see what they're really doing and the impact they're having. Right. Oh, so, so man, thank you for saying that. I'm definitely gonna keep that. Oh my, yeah.
1: stuff, man, it's the truth, man. It's the truth. Before we go to our break here, I want to ask you how you prepare for a role. Would you mind kind of briefly taking our listeners? through your preparation process. You've been so gracious here in this first half of the show. I want to give you a chance to break, but I'd love to know a little bit more about your preparation process. Is there anything in particular that you do? How do you really become that character? How do you get into that that mass, that skin? How do you become individuals
0: you know it's interesting uh, you know characters you know they they're so different from one another but i mean aside from you know really understanding the story and and the character's place and and just what is the, the real objective yeah you know what are we all like you know as as a common goal what are we all doing in this story and you know i just think about making a choice that will you know of course elevate that objective and purpose but you know i try to find as much specificity as i can man i mean nice. you know i mean like there are some Characters, you know, they can be in in a different part of the world, and you know, I'll I'll try to visit that place, and I'll try to spend some time just living and breathing, and just spending time with locals, and just eating their food, listening to their music. Just, just try to let some of that seep into my core, into my soul. Oh, fantastic! You know, this way, when you go to bed every night, you're already breathing that character, you know, and because your your imagination is still working on that character when you're asleep, you know, right, Mm -hmm. right, right. And you know, it's like you know, recently I was at this playhouse, and I was requested to do Rain Man, for example, Mm, yeah, to have the privilege to. Study autistic savants, you know. Mm, Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, so I got to study nine different patients who, with it, you know. Yeah. And I saw that each one, you know, they stopped developing social skills at a very young, young age. So you saw this innocence, this, this, this child in them that, that never left. So I thought about the child in me and I brought that out Yeah, and I, I really, really made it my own, but, but man, you know, in general, I try to be very, very specific and I have my list, man, of all the things that I go down for, for uh-huh. each audition for, for each character. And, and, you know, once I go through all that, then I can just kind of like sit still and just see what finds me Nice. Um, because I know I've done all of the the groundwork and i know i've i've set myself up for for everything that that is going to happen when we are filming because you know when you when you're prepared man you know only only then is is when you're going to have these these moments that you know are just like really really unbelievable
1: now what qualities does a good actor possess
0: you know selflessness you know that's that's one for sure and just understanding that everyone on this set for example has an equal role that is just as valuable it doesn't matter man if someone in the building is cleaning the floor you know if there's an executive producer you know um, you know, at at a certain level it doesn't matter we're all here for the story you know Yeah. you know when an actor fully understands that that they have a responsibility to carry out what they're supposed to and have this mutual and equal respect for everybody on there um, that's going to change the game for everyone and that will make the story stronger I Love that. You know, like Homeland, for example, is I think it's about to start their seventh season and yeah. they're so successful because they have that on set. You know, no matter which directors come in and out of that show, man, you will see this camaraderie, man. You'll see, you know, these, you know, everyone is there and, you know, nobody is worried about themselves. You know, yeah. Yeah. this is about the story. How can we fuel this? How can we do this for each other? And you right. feel without anything being spoken.
1: Everybody's all in.
0: Everyone's all in, man. You know, like a, you know, like a <laughs> final championship, you know, like a yeah. man, you know? Yep right? <laughs> but yeah, man, yeah, but, but I think if an actor, if an actor does their homework, you know, down to the nitty gritty down to the core and they have the understanding of, of, you know, everyone's role, you know, Fantastic. equally, um, on that project, man, you know, sky's the limit and then some.
1: Oh man. I love that. Now, sir, I think this is a good place here to take a short break and give you a chance to reset. My God, you shared so much wonderful, uh, inspiration here. And, uh, We'll also give our listeners a chance to reset because I want to come back here and discuss some of your recent work. If you're willing to hang out with me for a little longer,
0: I'll oh, be it. my pleasure, man. Yeah. Oh, fantastic,
1: awesome. Well, we're gonna take a short break here, and then we'll come back with more of Raja Decca. After this break, do not go anywhere, folks. We will be right back. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the Cinema After Dark podcast. We are continuing a fascinating and wonderful discussion here with Mr. Raja Decca, And my gosh, he's so kindly discussed his journey into the film and entertainment industry here. And for this half of the discussion, sir, I do want to switch gears a bit and discuss your latest projects. God, you have been working your But off here, sir, and I have to say that it's quite awesome. You're currently, I believe, in production on a feature film titled Second Time Around. Now, Are you currently filming for that or did it wrap recently? Where are you in that
0: process? Yeah, man, that's actually been an ongoing process for a crew on the East Coast. Oh, awesome. That's still in development. Just a great, great story. Very, very spiritual story. So, yeah, looking forward to that, man. But you yeah. know, independent films, you know, it's a process. So you have to kind of let time do its thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Now, I saw a killer trailer here for you recently that you tweeted for a film titled The Venom Brothers. And you play a character named Damien in it. And, oh, my God, it looks like it's a psychological thriller. And I've got to ask you what your experience is like with that, because that's right up my alley, sir. So you got to talk about that. My God.
0: Oh, yeah, man. This goes back to, you know, just you know keeping things simple and, and and being ourselves because I was just with a buddy of mine and we were rehearsing for an actor studio audition mm, yeah and we were working on a piece from the play tape which is about two very very dark story about these two high school friends and uh, they come together after many years and they bring back a tragedy so after the experience my buddy and I had just rehearsing for that and what we went through in the rehearsal he wrote this story mm. and this is about two foster brothers who grew up together and and then ten years after being in prison the older brother comes back and you know that's damien and the younger one you know he's got a great life it's, it's uh you know his wife his kid and things are good and you know they have a really dark past and break out of prison and basically i go to the house we grew up in and i'm in the bedroom calling him where our father <laughs> was murdered nice you know which is basically the 10 year anniversary is, is like the, the very next day so yeah man it's just um it's probably the best uh material i've worked for so i've worked with so far
1: yeah you were ooh, even in that trailer i was like oh man Oh my. It's intense. It looks yeah. really intense.
0: Very intense. And, uh, and it's just yeah. great when when you, you know, you're going to put something out there that's going to really, really make people think in completely different ways left and right. It's just, you know, a real psychological thriller. And, and I love I love to um, to play with that. So, yeah, man, it yeah. was it was awesome. And, you know, it was the first project where, you know, my buddy wrote it. You know, we hired a soundstage. We, you know, we got one of the best, you know, DPs and, and crews, and, you know, in, in, the, in town. And we went out there and we we felt like we were on. You know, a major show and in production, but like you oh. know, we were in control. Oh my! So it was it was a dream to be there, and, and you look around and you're like, wow, we're doing this, and your closest ones are are on this right there with you, um, and you have every resource you could have ever dreamt of right in front of you oh that's awesome that's killer right there but, but it was it was a huge stepping stone for a lot of us man it was, was really really amazing so we're, we're excited about the release date and, and getting it out there so yeah it was it a was wonderful experience man <laughs> that's for sure
1: writer and director is ashton bingham right
0: yeah unbelievable talent i mean yeah. uh, he's uh you know i call him a child prodigy because you know he's he's just whether it's writing directing um
1: he acts in the film too right
0: yes he does, he does yeah yeah crazy. yeah wow you know, he's, he's a phenomenal editor like name it like he, he did it on that and and yeah he's just you know i feel so grateful yeah Got connected with someone like him who's just so down to earth and and who's just so so giving towards everyone he comes across you know
1: oh i love that by the way that comes out soon right isn't that dropping online i believe or at least getting released around the end of this month
0: yeah end of this month exactly
1: awesome exactly yeah, yeah. So that's
0: really really cool
1: oh my i'm wishing that godspeed that looks just like a, a really riveting um project now thanks man oh yeah oh yeah i love that kind of stuff now you play tommy in a film titled so far right what was that experience like for
0: you It was great another friend of mine who's who's also just you know just you know you know taking over he uh you know, he had a dream as a child to to make his own action movie. And, you know, as a teenager, he wrote a lot of music. And just recently, he took that music out and he started to uh, make some uh, music videos to bring these pieces to life. Wow! And there is one that he wanted to make kind of like, a, you know, into an action film. So he said, how can I change up the genre? Yeah. So this one is like animation mixed with action back to animation. Oh, cool. and it's, it's just beautifully done. And man, I mean, you know, we took cameras. We, we, you know, we did an actual car chase scene in Topanga Canyon. Oh, yes. I love it out you know, there. Right before the sunset, you know, we took a oh, boat. Nice. You know, out from Marina out into the middle of nowhere. What? Where you where? You have all kinds of wildlife, and he and this actress jumped into the water, oh. like, like as if there's nothing in the ocean to, to fear.
1: Oh my!
0: They went in there, um, took a GoPro, got all kinds of shots, and we were in the boat just hoping, like, oh man, you know. <laughs> uh, but it was, it was nuts. Yes. It was a thrilling experience. Three to four days, everything was done. Wow. Um, come and on. it was just, you know, it was his childhood dream come true yeah. to make this action film. And we did it with the people, we had the resources, we had the best equipment and, and we did it. We, we just made it happen. You know, it's like,
1: How did you connect by the way?
0: You know, oh, yo, um, actually I was on a, I, I got cast on a pilot called, uh, the meltdown pot years oh. ago. And he was actually one of the, um, the stars and, and one of the producers of it. And it's funny cause when I first met him, I was like, man, what a prick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, this guy, he say hello, he can't even talk to anybody, you know, like, we're, you know, we're we're like going to, to talk to the actors and whatnot, and he was just really into his own world. Yeah. And then look at me, like, having no idea of the pressures of, of being a producer, of raising funds, you know, like, you have all this stuff on your mind, and right. we started to film more and more, Else, like, he's like one of my best friends now. Wow, crazy crazy
1: you know, stories
0: yeah yeah and and so it, it's really awesome man to have yeah. guys like like them and you know and and there's a few of us man you know i, I call us a fabulous five because you know we, we have we are completely different from each other but when we're together like the most amazing work and you know is you know it always comes to life and and just you know together we're i feel like we're unstoppable
1: oh salute to that
0: there's Ashton, there's Gil, there's our buddy Art Kulik, and then there's mm-hmm. Skip Bolden, who's another brother of ours. So, you know, I was just finding these guys in a town where, you know, there's always some kind of a hustle. But the yeah. second, you know, any, any one of us needs something, man, everything will be dropped and, and we'll be there for each other.
1: You say, so you know, Skip, huh?
0: I know Skip. Yeah. Yeah. My I know God, Skip.
1: I got to get him on the show. I, I, I got to get him on the show. I always see his tweets in it. They're always so inspirational. You
0: you have to um, you you must interview him. He is such an amazing human being. I mean, like you know, he, he's he's something, man. I mean, just talking to him, it's amazing the the wisdom and
1: yeah.
0: and and the, the life experience he has and and the, what he passes on effortlessly. It's just uh, he's a real gift, man. <laughs> oh,
1: that's awesome, Skip. If you're listening to this, I need to get you on this show, sir. God dang it, man. I'd love his passion. I. That's so cool that you mentioned him. I just see him online all the time with these tweets and retweets, and he's such a big supporter of independent film. Oh, he is.
0: He really is, man.
1: He's a huge supporter. Fantastic. So yeah, you guys are kicking some ass. I love that. Love, love, love that. My God. Now you've done some really outstanding television work too, as well. Briefly. I mean, uh, I don't want to keep you too long. You've been so generous, but can you please kind of take us into the world of what some of these experiences have been like for you I mean homeland arrested development blackish oh my god just just seems like it's uh it's in your destiny man and yeah I'd love to know what some of these experiences are like you know because television world is so different from the uh, independent film world
0: oh yeah it's uh, you know you're you know everyone you know understands it's all time right you know yeah. everyone's on a time crunch man like you know everything moves really fast and you know it's like go 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 and there, there are times where there's a lot of downtime where you're waiting for um everything to reset and whatnot and and you got like, you know, 70, 80, 150 people in the crew and, yep. you know, they're, they're moving right there with you, you know? Yeah. And they all have a very specific uh, job to do. And, okay. um, you know, you, you have a real appreciation of what it takes, man, to, to bring these shows to life. Like it's mm. unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but TV is where you can really appreciate it. And, and, um, and what the, you know, the pressures that the writer, the director, you know, really have because they, they got to make sure everything happens on time. Right. Know? Right. And if it's not everybody is affected.
1: Yeah. It's such a big collaboration too. S- oh yeah. So many moving pieces. It's quite fascinating. Really. When you think about it, it's, it's amazing. What's it like being an actor on those sets,
0: though? You know, it's great, man. It's it's fantastic. I mean, you know, yeah. you're you know, you're you're just connecting with you know some of these veterans who just you know just watching them. You learn a great deal. Like um, on Blackish, I got to work with Anthony Anderson. Oh and, my. And, a, and a Richard Real. Richard has right. a, had a 70 year theater mm-hmm. stage background and he's done phenomenal TV and film. And just watching oh, yeah. him just being so intricate, so specific with his work. And you're just kind of like, man, you know, like I sat here, you know, like, like the, as soon as I saw him just do the first take, I'm like, I've already, I've already, a great deal, you know,
1: <laughs> that's like, you You don't even need film school whenever you see someone that's seasoned and do their thing. That's your whole film school right there, you know? <laughs> first yeah. Of, oh, oh exactly. Know.
0: Oh, absolutely. Cause you know, that's, that's hands on. right? Hell yeah. It's just, and it's it's, like, wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: um, amazing. But yeah, man, you, you get a real appreciation for, you know, how how things are done, you know, at a fast pace, but also just, you know, how, you know, everybody is looked upon, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you have tons of extras, you have the cast, you have the crew, you have the makeup, you have the producers, you have so many different people. And, you know, it's it's definitely very, very different vibe, you know, versus doing shooting yeah. feature, right? you know, or motion picture. It's a completely different feel. But yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's great because it's kind of, like, it's in and out, man. It's like, man, you whether you're working there for one day or for, for several weeks, man, you know, you use a bam, bam. Damn, you shoot your scenes and you're out you know right right
1: oh my
0: so, so fat I just wish that there was some more time to take it in you
1: know? <laughs> that's what these shows are for though we can we can reflect a little <laughs> yes yeah 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 I that's gotta right. see you on more TV man I love what you do man it's it's oh, thanks it's man. You know, godspeed for this particular uh year and moving into the uh the uh, future that's for sure uh you really do some good work what's next for you anything we should be looking out for Except for, you know, obviously the film we talked about recently. Is there anything else? Got any more cakes in the oven there?
0: Yeah, man. There's a couple. uh, There's a comedy and a drama that we are actually, we, we shot a pilot for this comedy not too long ago and we're revamping it but there's a couple that we're going to be shooting on our own we've got some of the some great great resources to, to shoot it and and yeah man i think it's just it's just they're just great great concepts and you yeah. know some some contacts and sony and netflix that we're gonna you know connect with once we get these pilots shot but our immediate goal is to shoot this you know these two pilots mm-hmm. and right now i'm in the process also of of bringing to life my first uh major motion picture
1: oh my
0: Yeah, you know, I've been helping with a a non-profit called Global Human Services. Yeah. And uh, they build clinics for regions around the world that have, you know, the main focus is to help women and children. Mm. We found a region in India that has... The, one of the highest uh, mortality rates. Wow! And so, you know, we already have a clinic in Ghana, one in Guatemala, mm-hmm. providing free healthcare, and now we're focusing on this. And then I decided to write, you know, a treatment and, and create a, a film based on a story of these doctors who go to set up this clinic that wow. we're actually building. And, you know, through corruption, you know, from from some, from this radical group who wants to make that state of India its own country. Yeah. They face all this uh, corruption and, you know, the, the doctors turn into soldiers, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But to, it's a great story because it's based on a clinic that we're actually building
1: interesting
0: you know and it's also very personal you know yeah one of the murders that takes place for example in it actually happened within my own family oh what yeah so a very very personal family um whoa so so yeah man very very whoa very powerful and you know i think this film has so many messages and it's also somewhat a psychological thriller because things happen throughout it and especially towards the end where you're just kind of like wow and and you know because you know as a society you know we we label we judge you know yeah we yeah. uh you know we, we we do the best that we can with what we have but we we, we do it with so much distraction you that's know so
1: true that's so so true hmm
0: but I, I just feel like, you know, when we were creating this project, the whole idea was, the whole question was, what does the world need right now? And, and I thought about wow. a few messages we can really incorporate. But I'm really proud of it because I'm going to have the best people I know, which happen to be my, my closest friends. And and also, you know, like, you know, through through God's grace and, and the universe, man. Yeah. Just this past year, I've incorporated all these amazing contacts, man. I Oh, my. I went to New Zealand for a family wedding through it. I met an, wow. an investor friend who's really excited about the project. Wow. And then then i I really really became like family with a a world renowned writer and director Wow and then a childhood friend of mine is is in the process also of doing some amazing things in entertainment when he's never ever done anything in ent- entertainment before, so all these things just happened in the last few months oh
1: my goodness
0: ah so you, you have to circle me. <laughs> of all these people who are coming together and and you know yeah. I, for a reason but yeah man really exciting times and you know this this uh this film you know it's you know right now it's it's in a process of putting the, the right pieces together but it's looking really good man so so yeah it's, it's gonna take a little bit of time but yeah I have to stay re- aggressive and and make sure that make it happen yeah make it <laughs> happen, man. And, you yeah, know make s- it happen step by step and, and everything else is going to be going to be a bonus you know
1: oh yeah absolutely salute to that and god speed with that project that sounds fantastic oh my I love stuff that has that kind of uh, sentimental value, but also really significance to it. It's that's just going to be outstanding. So yeah, Godspeed with that. And uh, I hate to do this to you, sir. There's something I've got to do that I do to all of our guests that I'm going to have to do despite this wonderful conversation we are having. Mm-hmm. And I need to ask if you are ready for it because it is, something that will either make you hate being on this podcast or you like it but i i really well i just need to know if you're ready for it i i hate to do this but i just uh it's one of those
0: things bring it man i'm ready for it all wow so you <laughs> just dive
1: right in no hesitation kind of like your friends on that boat there they just dove right off the boat and they
0: didn't, the they didn't, they didn't wait for a second man they just took you know they just they, they took a shirt off bam they're in the water already without even thinking about about the danger all
1: right so you forgot about the danger well uh, should i do this to you i'm still trying to think if this is the right thing to do i mean i contemplate this just about on every podcast but um eh, the hell with it i'm gonna do it anyways well <laughs> this is the part of the show Where I ask our guests to share a fun fact about themselves. Mm -hmm. Now, a fun fact can be anything that you wish to share. But what we're looking for here, sir, is something that people don't know about you. So it's got to be a fun fact that people don't know about you. And I'm putting the spotlight on you, sir. The floor is yours. A fun fact.
0: One thing that nobody knows about me, except for some people in college, Uh is I was the Moon King. (laughs) What? Yeah, I think more people at campus saw my ass.
1: Oh no!
0: And it was was brilliant to just get that shock value, you know? (laughs) know, Like like I could roll up to a very respected, uh, you know, group of you know um you know people at at the dean's office and whatnot and um and then you know have a great conversation and then just moments (laughs) later i'm just walking right by very very respectfully and whatnot but you know for you know as i'm walking right by you know my pants happen to be pulled right down (laughs) uh, you know like as if nothing's wrong and just to get that value
1: oh geez
0: man it was just oh that's brutal it was a lot of fun man i really enjoyed it oh
1: my goodness gracious now Hopefully there's not somebody listening to this podcast who uh, writes a role like that for you. That would be, oh, my. Yeah,
0: that would
1: be a trip, right? Oh, that is awesome. That is probably one of the most entertaining fun facts we've had. Has anyone ever said anything about it? Actually, has anybody got any ammo on you? Because that's you. You can use that now.
0: No, no, you you know, you know, people can use it, but I think I've gotten plenty of payback around the time because while that was all happening, you know, we'd have so much fun just embarrassing or just, you know, seeing that shock value from just random people Hilarious. that, you know, like, you know, it's like, you know, I have some cousins and good friends who would just find the most embarrassing circumstance and then they'll just (laughs) pants, you know, like I'll pants, you know, a good friend in front of like everybody (laughs) In the student union building, or I'll get pants. But man, I've gotten so much payback oh, um, that you know I think you know whatever happens at this point, it's going to be all good. <laughs> nice,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, hilarious. I appreciate you uh, sharing that fun fact there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, man. There, there's actually a, oh, I, I can share this. Uh, I think you'll really appreciate. I was it, was it was many years ago. I was at my cousin's apartment complex. Um, they had their pool, and, and a bunch of people were at the public pool having a good time. And you know, you know, I'm, I'm in the water. You know, I'm, I'm like foot deep. I'm standing. I'm facing the whole pool and bunch of people i'm just standing there with a smile on my face i'm on top of the world and i didn't think (laughs) at that second of how much i have embarrassed my two little cousins Uh and i had this really nice adidas like nylon like um trunks and (laughs) and one of my little cousins he pantsed me and it's such thin material i didn't realize i was pantsed oh i'm still standing there frontal is completely uh, (laughs) exposed to the entire pool and everybody who's sitting at those tables and chairs oh my and then i see these three girls right in front of me and then they start giggling and i'm thinking <laughs> like "Man, these girls are cute and they're, they're smiling over here what's going on you know and then more and more and more people started like laughing and then i, I looked down and i just i couldn't believe it man i oh, chased wow. my cousin for about 20 minutes man
1: <laughs> oh that is tremendous
0: <laughs> so those are those, those fun uh, those moments where you know it's you know you, you can embarrass others but you gotta know how to take it as well right
1: yeah absolutely Oh, God, that's a scene from a comedy sketch or movie right there. My God, that is a good fun fact. Now, we're close to the end of the program here, and I appreciate you staying a little longer. I need to come back to science a little bit and space. Are you a uh, space junkie, you know, with the whole NASA thing? Because I am a big space lover, and I need to ask you if that's something that's still a part of your interests.
0: You know, to be honest, man, it never has been really. Yeah, and, you know, it's it, it's so unfortunate, man. Because yeah. you know, I know a, a big part of the world would absolutely love to have experience. You know, some of the groups. You know, like United you know, Space Alliance and yeah. NASA and flight operations. Um, you know, the the group I worked for. Wow. Just some of the most amazing people in the projects. And, um, and I mean, I mean, I I think it's it's. I mean, I can't even express how how amazing. You know, the the, the capacity, like that that medium, really is. Mm-hmm. Um, and just all the you know, just all the exploration, the potential. But um, right. but for some reason, man, I just. I, I, I just, I've never been hooked, you know?
1: Oh, okay, uh, okay, uh,
0: surprising. Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, anybody I talk to, man, has really, really been like, man, what's wrong with you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's good stuff. though. That's interesting, yeah. Pretty uh, interesting how we're all uh, wired there. Now, what are your thoughts on the uh, future of independent film?
0: Oh, future of independent film? You know what? I, I, think, I think that's where storytelling is told at its best. Right. You mm-hmm. know, because you don't have to worry about anyone's uh, green light, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, if a story needs to be told, it should be told, you know? Absolutely. I know a lot of directors who have made the biggest films and, you know, they put their heart, blood, sweat, and tears in it. And, and at the very, very last moment, they're like, no, we can't do this. We can't do that. And they have to change the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's got to be a wreck, man. That's yeah. got to be stating. But when you, when you have independent film and you want a story to be told the way you envision it with your team, man, you know, not even you can stop you, you know. Um, right. And I think that that's, that's a freedom that very few people have at some of the the, the most respected uh, levels, you know. Right. So right. I think that's a freedom that you, you can't get most places.
1: Oh, that's so true. Salute to that and is there any advice that you would like to share with someone that might be listening to this podcast right now but maybe they don't have the resources or maybe they don't have the courage to do what you're doing right now but maybe they want to you know they maybe they want to uh to dive into this is there any advice you'd give that to individual that might be listening
0: be yourself you know, be yourself Love yourself You know Like they say Be the star In your own world Because if you can Really really have This this truth inside you And you know You have this This really special Worth as an individual You're going to be able To bring so much To the world You're going to be able To give so much Through whatever The capacity is You know You don't have to be You know A, a certain famous You know Like um, you know Actor, singer, musician A composer Like well, whatever it may be But like I mean If you can be your best self And just enjoy yourself You don't have to worry About that living You know The money's going to find you Right You know I really believe that i mean look at the city in la how many people are surviving here i know it's crazy there's a lot of people and you know what they're doing just fine right so if anybody wants to come out here or new york and whatnot yeah it's gonna be tough yeah it's gonna be challenging but just embrace those challenges because it's gonna transform you oh, yeah into something you could have never expected
1: mm. real so, talk
0: yeah real so just talk. you know be yourself love yourself and take care of yourself and do it just don't think just go
1: salute to that now feel free to plug anything you wish websites twitter facebook my gosh how can people stay up to date or, you know, get in touch with you.
0: Yeah, you know, you know, my website is, is my, my first and last name, RajaDeka.com. So that's easy. And, you know, Twitter is Deca, which is pretty, you know, pretty easy. And other than that, man, you know, all, all the projects that we mentioned are, are coming to life. And, you know, if I can just put a plug in for Global Human Services, I mean, they're doing some of the most selfless work out there, um, you know, tr- trying to bring clinics into regions who are at times without even medicine. So wow you know oh, so much yeah. love love and respect to them and and just to you know my, my my friends um who are working effortlessly um towards their dreams you know my one of my my closest friends uh, Raj Sareen yeah he's the founder of Staikoo which is actually totally nice it's a, it's a 3d virtual fitting yeah. room technology that he's brought to life and is doing amazing things uh, bloomberg just wrote an article about him yeah. and his company and wow. he was actually my first roommate when i moved to la oh crazy and he is a space junkie ah. so, you know he's just a brilliant mind and when i was working at flat operations he was an, uh, an intern that's how i met him oh nice and we be- wow. became, became like brothers and, and yeah he's somebody you would love to talk to max about oh space. yeah my god uh, you know, he he will take you outside, and he will tell you specifically, you know, what's happening now and what's going to happen in the next ten years. Oh my
1: God, that's that that would be like a mind gasm. I would literally be coming on the show. I'm sorry, Just, I would I would have literally a mind gasm, like you wouldn't uh, believe right there. That's ah, oh geez, that's
0: there's, him, there's um, Ashton Bingham you mentioned. Skip. Yeah. And art kulik and gil bronco these guys are my brothers they're my family and um and yeah you know like um i couldn't do this without them
1: nice i love that sir and it has been a treat and a real honor to have you on the show here and i really appreciate you coming on and sharing your story with our listeners i certainly would love to bring you back here in the near future for an update that's for sure because i know you will be in motion and my gosh i'm excited to see what the possibilities are and uh you know just Godspeed with all of these wonderful projects that you have coming up because i really think some really good things are in store for you and i appreciate you coming on the show today
0: bless you man i mean i I really appreciate your time as well and these questions and and just the insight man to think outside the box yeah I think I I think, you know, having these podcasts is tremendous, man, you know, for, for you guys to even have this because the people who do listen in to to people who speak, I mean, you know, you get certain ideas and whatnot, and the ones who execute them and you know, it's you know, people can change their own lives, right?
1: Right. Right. So
0: um it's it's tremendous, man. And you know, big thanks to you um oh, for, for doing all this because this is what changed people's lives in, in the right direction because they people do get inspired. People do get ideas on how they can make their lives more interesting, you know? What to do, what not to do, right? Right. We all want to learn, like Stallone says, he's like, you know, I want to take all the mistakes I made, you know, and then I want, to, I want to take those and whoever comes along, I want to say, hey, this is the box of mistakes, you know, not to do and then just, you know, allow them to just go and enjoy all the, the triumph and all the success, you know yeah if i could do that i would and you know it's but you know if you have someone says hey you know i went through this these experiences i i really recommend you know you you stay away from this or from that i mean hey that, that could save somebody a lot of heartache a uh-huh. lot of time for example so you know thank you guys man for even having this show
1: oh man it is a pleasure and uh i really appreciate your uh kind words and uh time tonight now i believe it is time for us to fade out here sir what do you think
0: Hey, man, you know, if, if you have anything further, um, you know, feel free. And, and if not, man, you you know, you know how to reach. And like, I look forward to meeting you in person. one oh, day. Oh,
1: man, we've got to make that happen. I would love yeah. that. Love yes. that. You Absolutely. never know what these creative circles, what uh, the possibilities could be here, too. I, you've got my wheels spinning here, sir. Yeah,
0: yeah. And um, and we'll, we'll definitely um, meet up in person, man. It's just a matter of when, you know. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. That sounds like a plan. Well, folks, my gosh, we are going to fade out here. And God, ladies and gentlemen, my goodness, that was Raja Decca. Make sure you check him out if you haven't already done so. This man's got a lot of talent and uh, uh, we love having folks like him on the show. On that note, we will be back with more after this break. Thank you, Max. You are listening to the Cinema After Dark podcast. My name is Max Cole and I host this show. I want to thank you all for tuning in tonight, and hopefully, you are feeling inspired. It's been a wonderful time. If you're listening to the show, please subscribe. Just press that subscribe button in iTunes, or if you're using that podcast app, subscribe to us. We would Greatly appreciate that. Also, please spread the word about this show. Show someone the uh, Twitter account we've got there, Cinema After Dark, or show them our website at cinemaafterdark.com. Again, thank you all for tuning in tonight. You can also find us on Stitcher, Google Play, and on TuneIn, so you can listen to us one of many ways. Again, thanks for listening to this show. We'll be back with more shortly. And welcome back to the program here tonight. Before we wrap, I want to thank our guest tonight, Mr. Raja Decca, what a great discussion that was my god, he's doing some amazing things I also want to thank you all for tuning in to this broadcast tonight, obviously a show is not a show, and a podcast is not a podcast without you listening, so please spread the word about the show, show someone how to follow us on Twitter show someone how to access our website at cinemaafterdark.com